I am the way. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Assistant Pastor Tom and members of the church ministry team gleefully loaded up the church van, ready to embark on that long-awaited retreat starting today. They got the van fueled up, got the destination logged into the GPS, and they're all set to take off. Only Tom suddenly realized that he does not know in which direction to start in getting to where he wants to go. And he can't even hear the directions from the GPS because so much noise is flooding in from the outside. He begins to power up his windows and the cabin grows quiet. Now, he respectfully asks his passengers to keep things to a low roar while they're on the road. Truthfully, the only voice Tom really wants to hear is that of his trustworthy GPS navigation system. He's even set the GPS to override any music or entertainment noise to ensure that he will never miss one turn. Okay, now they're ready to take off and take the first turn onto their journey. Tom is not simply driving. He has submitted himself and his ministry team members to the guidance of the GPS. Of course, he still must pay attention to road conditions and avoid as many potential hazards as possible. He still must monitor the fuel system of the car and not run out of gas. He should have made sure that he had gotten enough rest the night before, before embarking upon this journey. He should have attempted to count the cost of going on such a trip. He should have packed a cooler of drinks and snacks for the ride. He should have made plans for the bathroom stops. He should have, should have, should have. Get the picture? There's a lot of things he still has responsibility for throughout the journey. Still, that GPS navigation system is one thing he can completely trust in that has set his path wherever he's trying to go. And all he has to do is follow both the audible and visual direction it provides. Given that it's up to date and Tom doesn't ignore any of its directives, that piece is settled. So in his mind, he can already feel the cool waves lapping up against his toes. <sighs> After a couple hours of trouble-free driving and a gathering of momentum, it appeared that they are entering into the last leg of the journey. The landmarks Tom had noticed on the simulated map are now appearing before his eyes in real time. His confidence grows that he's on the right track while he grows less and less concerned with the GPS guidance. Frankly, it seems a bit unnecessary to him at this junction, so he simply begins to enjoy the conversation he's having with his passengers and tune the GPS chatter out. However, 
We all know the moment he actively made the decision to ignore his guidance system was the very moment he put himself and everyone else in the van into a perilous situation. The GPS began imploring him to turn right at each passing off-ramp from the highway that he was on, which was the direct route to his destination. He continued to ignore it and grew quite annoyed by the insistence of the thing blaring new directions as they flowed past one exit after another. So annoyed, Tom flippantly turned it off. Nearing the resort exit, I-45 traffic began to grow more dense and the speeds began slowing and slowing and slowing to now it became a parking lot instead of a free-flowing interstate highway. Oh, no, he whispered to himself from the cockpit of his van. That's what it was. The GPS was trying to steer me around this trouble, and I stopped listening to it. Now, there he sits with his faithful ministry team in a state of wanting and desperately in need of mercy. That bright sunny day that began so many miles ago grew dark and the clouds became ominous. The impatience in the van was palpable, even with a hint of anger growing stronger and stronger by the minute. Their whole retreat plans were now in trouble and Tom's getting a flood of suggestions and pointed questions of why he had stopped following the directions. Now everything that seemed under control were now spiraling into chaos. To top things off, he remembered the last ramp, ignored about four miles ago, was clearly marked as the rest stop with bathroom facilities. Mm. Assistant Pastor Tom, was in a bit of trouble, but he's not alone. Today, I sense many of us have also effectively tuned out and turned a deaf ear to our spiritual guidance system at the worst possible time. Here we are still reeling from the impact of a global pandemic while wading through the crazy prices of everything we seem to need the most. And currently bracing for an oncoming recession forecasted to cripple our economy. On this road, we all find ourselves. Now is not the time to disengage with Jesus, the true navigator. The moment we become so preoccupied with devising creative plans to get around things or to get back on the right track is the moment we discontinue to pray without ceasing. That's the moment we stop waiting patiently for his directions. And that is the moment we inevitably begin a downhill slide that will land us headlong into trouble and into a spiritual parking lot. How often has the Holy Spirit attempted to reroute us off that wide, busy highway of normal to bring us onto a slower pace, a narrow path where he might communicate with us more clearly. How many times have we resisted his guidance 
because those detours seemed so unnecessary to us at the time. How often do we find ourselves comparing that momentum we just seem to be regaining with the perceived pace of other ministries around us? And how often we simply refuse to break stride right now by following directions that don't even make sense to us. It's easy to do. When we're the one behind the wheel, it's very easy to do. When we're determined to reach our destinations with minimal interruptions, it's very easy to do. When we get razor focused on the destination and completely disregard the intricacies of the journey, it's easy to do, especially when we're charged with driving the vehicle. Consider this. The Spirit's insistence on forcing a detour may well be Him directing us around unnecessary trouble ahead that has the potential to derail our ministries and shake our memberships to its core. I Am is inviting us to engage with unfamiliar paths in order to bring us closer to him, to humble us and to heighten our awareness of our dependence upon him as the chief navigator. The Lord may simply want us to spend time, quality time with him alone. Times where we now spend days upon days with a death grip upon the steering wheel, constantly fearing of running the whole thing into a ditch. He instead wants us to accept his offering of come unto me. My yoke is easy. Maybe I am continually to invite us back into fervent communication and relationship with him through prayer. Those untimely, seemingly unnecessary off ramps may be his system of reigniting a productive prayer line within us. You know, the one we've been neglecting but so desperately need. Hey, let's commit to following him. Even when it appears to be leading us in a direction we might not understand or may even deem unnecessary. Look, he is everywhere. He doesn't need updating. He knows everything. And he has the power to get us through any situation. He absolutely knows where he wants us. And he knows the situations we need to experience to equip us for the challenges that lie ahead. He is our chief shepherd, our chief navigator. We are the stewards of his ministry and he loves us indescribably so. And we should know he will not abandon us, especially us who depend upon him. Turn your navigator back on. Wait for his transmission then simply follow the directions. He's already told us, I am the way.